Welcome to the Meetings Today podcast. I'm Danielle Labreck, and today I'm really excited to spotlight a meetings destination that is on the cusp of a really big year. I'm talking about Milwaukee, Wisconsin's affectionately nicknamed Brew City, which sits right on the shores of Lake Michigan in the Midwest. There is a lot going on in Milwaukee right now that meeting and event planners should know about because the city is preparing to host a handful of really big events this year. So we'll jump right in. Joining us today on the show to break down all of the latest news and buzz in Milwaukee is Peggy Williams-Smith, who took over the helm of Visit Milwaukee as president and CEO in the fall. Peggy is a lifelong Milwaukeean, so there is truly no one better to clue us in on the latest happenings for meeting and event planners right now. So welcome, Peggy, and thank you so much for for joining us today. Well, thank you, Danielle. I'm really happy to be here to talk about everything that's going to happen in Milwaukee in 2020. Yeah, so let's dive right in. Milwaukee's about to have a really big year. Um, our listeners may have heard of this little event called the Democratic National Convention. So can you tell us a little bit more about what's being hosted in Milwaukee this year and the significance of these 2020 events for the city? Absolutely. Well, we start way before the DNC gets here in July. We have the USA Gymnastics, which is doing America's Cup in March, March 6th and 7th, coming up next week. It's over 8,000 attendees, and it's considered the most prestigious gymnastics competition in the world. Wow. And that's coming to be um, held in our brand new Pfizer Forum. Then, of course, we have Mid-America Live, which you can't discount how amazing that will be for the city <laughs> as well, followed by Moose International, another 8,000 attendees descending upon Milwaukee. It's a fraternal organization that turned into a community service powerhouse, and um, this is their annual gathering. We're expecting an economic impact of over $8 million with that convention. Then um, I'm going to skip the one that we'll probably talk about a little more, which is the Democratic National Convention, followed up with the USA Triathlon coming back to us. We had it back in 2015, and it's now returning for two straight years. We're hosting it in 2020 and 2021, mm -hmm. over 13,000 attendees at the USA Triathlon, followed by what we consider the um, Super Bowl of the Gulf world, <laughs> the Ryder Cup. Hits Milwaukee will hit Whistling Straits in September. The 22nd through the 28th, we're anticipating 50,000 attendees per day. And it is um, going to be up at Whistling Straits, which is in the greater Milwaukee area, but will have a lot of economic impact in the downtown Milwaukee area due to the need for the hotel rooms. Then we finish up our very busy year with the Society of American Travel Writers. That's going to be October early October, the attendance is about 300 people, and these are travel writers from all over the country that will descend upon Milwaukee, and, and we are going to give them the time of their lives so they have stories to read about, you know, for, for years to come. Right, and this is a really diverse crop of events, too. I mean, you have sporting events, you have a big political event, and then travel writers convention, too. That's really interesting, and so when big national or even global events come to a city like Milwaukee that also often coincides with some updates maybe to the hotel inventory or to some of your venues. So could you give us the rundown of some of the openings or renovations that are happening downtown right now that people can look forward to when they come to Milwaukee sometime this year? 
Sure. Well, based on her current hotel proposals and projects that we that are underway, um, the Greater Milwaukee area is expected to add about 2,000 hotel rooms in the next year. That's on top of double-digit growth year over year for the last couple of years. The Milwaukee Athletic Club, the former Wisconsin Avenue School, and the Humphrey Scottish Wright properties are being renovated and turned into hotels. JR Hospitality is creating a hotel complex that will include a home two suites, a true, and a Holiday Inn Express. That's slated to open this year. River One is a new corporate complex coming to Milwaukee's Harbor District and its campus, and that will also include a hotel. Um, and then there's obviously other, other rumblings of hotels that are looking to um, maybe, uh, you know, start construction or looking to gain some further traction as we get into 2020 and 2021. Right. And that's, that's really exciting, especially maybe for attendees coming to your city for the first time. I mean, with Milwaukee being under such a magnifying glass for some of these big national events, um, you know, some people might be coming to Milwaukee or hearing about it in depth for the first time. So what impression are you hoping to give visitors to your city this year? Well, you know, we find that when people visit our city for the first time, that we can't really describe Milwaukee specifically as one particular thing. We really are a mix of wonderfully random experiences, and we want visitors to explore and find those unique experiences. We have over 191 distinct neighborhoods, each with its own personality. Some popular neighborhoods include the Soulful Bronzeville. We have Foodie Haven, Walker's Point. We are known for our James Beard Award-winning and nominated chefs. We have a few that are nominated this year. Paul Bartolotta, who owns the Bartolotta Restaurant Group, has just been nominated for a um, James Beard Award, as well as the owner of The Diplomat, which is a newer restaurant to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. We also have our shopping district in the historic Third Ward. We have our nightlife nightlife hotspots on the east side. Um, we're also known as the city of festivals, so anyone who's coming here in the summer can experience one of our more than 50 fests each year, including the world's largest music festival, which is Summerfest. We have a plethora of cultural festivals like Pride Fest, Mexican Fiesta, and German Fest. And then we have Wisconsin State Fair, which is a celebration with music, shopping, and tons of different foods and beverages. Anything you could ever hope for on a stick, you'll find at the Wisconsin mm-hmm. State Fair. We also have 17 museums downtown and 27 area museums, markets and food food halls. Um, We have a new food hall, which is opening this summer. We also have Sherman Phoenix, which is an amazing um, food hall over on the city's north side. And we are home to, as I said, actually 10 James Beard recognized chefs and we have over 170 locally owned restaurants in the downtown area alone. Right. So a very rich dining scene, very diverse culturally, lots of arts venues. Um, And one thing that I love about Milwaukee, I grew up in the Chicago area. And when you compare the two city sizes, Milwaukee has just as much to do, but I feel like the size of Milwaukee is a little more accessible and it's a little easier to get around. Do you find that feedback when people come to Milwaukee for events? Absolutely. We are an incredibly walkable city. Yeah. Um, our blocks are very easy to get around. We've got things that catch your attention. 
it in every single spot so it's not like you're walking for long periods of time without being able to see or feel or do something that's authentically Milwaukee so we really really enjoy um, the fact that our city is so walkable we have the hop which is uh, our streetcar which is a, a new way for t a new way to get around it is free to people who want to ride it and it takes you to some of our um, local attractions. We also have Milwaukee County Transit. We have Bubbler Bikes. We also have um, two different scooter services as well. And, um, you know, obviously the ride sharing that everyone's familiar with throughout the country are very prevalent here as well. So there's no shortage of ways to get around. But I will tell you that we talk in terms of miles equaling minutes, whereas in most cities, Obviously, you just brought up Chicago. I did a lot of work in Chicago in my previous position. You know, it could take you 45 minutes to get 10 miles. Exactly. Here it takes you about 10 minutes to get 10 miles. So it's an incredibly easy city to, to navigate. Right. And the airport is pretty close to downtown too, isn't it? It is. It's, it's a 20-minute drive. It's about eight, eight, eight and a half miles. Right. And I feel like that's always a huge talking point, too, when you're considering events and bringing attendees in from all over. I think Milwaukee Airport has a good connection, and it's also really close to downtown, which is great. We have an amazing airport. Actually, they just renovated some of the um, areas in the concourse in which we have um, a new Summerfest Marketplace, which celebrates all things that have to do with Summerfest right when you walk into the airport. I mean, it's the only airport I've been into that you have a band that sometimes welcomes you and it's really easy to get in and out of. When you're traveling in other places, you've got, you know, you may have to get to the airport two hours in advance. Here we're like, so are you carrying on? Are you checking a bag? It, it's a lot easier to, to navigate our airport. Right. And it's an international airport. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it has a lot of airlift. You know, there's a lot of options for attendees coming from all over the country, which is great. Yeah. Um, so when we come for our meetings today live event, we will be staying at the Hyatt Regency downtown, which has direct access to the Wisconsin Center and I believe is within walking distance from a lot of things like the new Fiserv Forum, the Riverwalk, um, Lake Michigan. So can you tell us a little bit more about that area? Um, I know that's a pretty popular central spot for meeting and event attendees because of the Wisconsin Center being so close. Well, not only the Wisconsin Center, which obviously is the highlight of any conference that comes to the city of Milwaukee, but you're very close to the Deer District, which is a new district that includes Good City Brewing, which is a local brewery, Drink Wisconsinly, which focuses on all things Wisconsin, the National Change Chain Punchbowl Social, and then Mecca Sports Bar and Grill, all located within there. And, and Pfizer Forum has been very good at making sure that they're filled with more than just sporting. Obviously, in May, we're going to be in the playoffs, so you'll be able to experience some Bucks playoff basketball. But, you know, at, even when there's no basketball, they really um, fill the Pfizer Forum with different events. We host the Chris Kindle Market there. We have major national concerts that come through there. Just a lot of things going on. One of the other things that's right outside the door of the Hyatt is um, the Calderon Club, which is a staple in the city of Milwaukee. Any convention that comes here annually, 
they have regulars that make sure to stop by and see Gino from the Calderon Club, as well as his newer pizza restaurant, um, which is the only Neapolitan pizza restaurant in the city of Milwaukee, um, which is located right next door to Calderon Club. He actually sent someone over to Italy to become licensed to serve a Neapolitan pizza. Wow, that's very cool. I'll definitely have to check that out. <laughs> oh, the pizza is absolutely amazing. Um, um, then we have the Brewery District, which is a brand new revitalized area, which is just up the street from where you are. There's a brew house in and suites, which took over the Pabst Old Brew House for hotel accommodation. There is the Pabst Milwaukee Brewery and Tap Room. We also have No Studios, which is the new creative hub and collaboration space by Oscar-winning screenwriter. Uh, and Milwaukee native John Ridley. He's the person who got the Oscar for 12 Years of Slave. And there's new properties such as the Hyatt Place, Milwaukee Brewing Company, and Glass and Griddle Beer Hall are all located there as well. So you're going to be right in the heart of the city at the center of the action. Right. And just to, as a side note for listeners who don't know, um, you know, Milwaukee's nickname is Brew City. The beer culture is pretty big there. Um, you know, you mentioned Pabst used to be brewed there. Um, Lakefront Brewery, I know, is another really big one. Um, so there's a lot to explore. And I know that's a popular, you know, post-meeting event is getting together at the brewery or doing a brew tour. Well, you said it. We're the city that beer built. And if you love our historic beer barons, then you will absolutely love our craft breweries and try some of our new school favorites like Third Space Brewing, Mob Craft, Black Husky Brewing, as well as um, our city parks put on local traveling beer gardens. So every week you can go to a different beer garden and experience what it's like to be at an authentic German style beer gardens. Oh, that's very cool. We, we also have a beer map that Visit Milwaukee publishes that can help you locate all of the favorite um, beer areas to go to. And, you know, we've got Sprecher that's making a resurgence to the, one of the original craft breweries. We also have Molson Coors that has a very large presence here in the city. And we, we love our partners at Molson Coors, especially this week after what happened. Right, right. Um, so let's go back to the Democratic National Convention that is happening in Milwaukee in July. How many people are you expecting to come into town and where is the central hub for that event? Well, the central hub, the actual convention itself will take place at the Fiserv Forum. We have hotel rooms that span all the way to the border of Illinois to accommodate all of the visitors that will be wow. in the city for this event. The, um, you know, it's, it's, there's going to be between anywhere from 1,500 to 2,500 separate events. The host committee celebrates with three large parties that they do in conjunction with the convention. The first one being the um, delegate welcome reception. Then they do a media soiree. And then they close out the convention with a large volunteer appreciation party. They've already announced the location for the delegate welcome reception, that's at the um, Henry Meyer Festival Park, which is the home to Summerfest, mm -hmm. as well as a lot of our ethnic festivals. And that is going to be a way for us to showcase our beautiful, expansive lakefront property. I mean, if you haven't seen it, when the first time some people come to Milwaukee and they fly in over Lake Michigan, they're like, I didn't realize you were on one of the coasts. Well, we are. We're on the third coast. 
Right, exactly. The The Lake Michigan coast there is absolutely beautiful. I've seen it before and it just, it, it really adds this fresh air feeling to the city, which is, you know, hard to find in some major metropolitan areas. It is. It absolutely is. Um, so... Talking about off-site venues a little bit, um, we will be stopping by the Harley-Davidson Museum, and many people may not know that Harley-Davidson was actually founded in Milwaukee. So can you tell us a little more about that history in Milwaukee and how planners can use this as a cool off-site venue? Well, the Harley-Davidson Museum is absolutely fantastic. With over 17 museums in downtown Milwaukee alone, picking just one is difficult for meeting planners and not to mention our staff here at Visit Milwaukee. But Harley-Davidson Museum is an amazing choice to go and visit or to have an event. They have an awe-inspiring design. It's set amongst 20 acres in downtown Milwaukee as in, and is surrounded on three sides by the Menominee River. It offers a variety of indoor and outdoor spaces. It hosts weekly rallies for um, Harley-Davidson bike riders every Thursday night, starting right after Memorial Day weekend. And they have um, completely customizable menus and um, that allow you to, um, you know, host your event there. They can seat anywhere up to 10,000 people in, if they use the entire campus. They have over 40,000 square feet of meeting space. You know, Harley-Davidson was founded in the Menominee Valley, and no, I'm sorry, in Miller Valley in 1903. And, you know, we still continue the tradition every five years. They host the city's biggest party right here in the city of Milwaukee. And Harley-Davidson Museum's at the center of that. Yeah, I'm really excited to see that. And one thing I love about Milwaukee is all of these unique nuggets of history that you find out are there when you visit. Um, you know, it has a lot of unique heritage sites and the architecture is very cool. And like you said, I mean, so many museums, it's, you can't explore them all in one trip. Exactly. Well, we are Cream City as well, known for our, we are known for our architecture and our Cream City brick. Right. Um, so I'm going to end with kind of a fun question going back to dining options. Um, I know that you're a lifelong Milwaukeean. You have a great passion for this city and are a true local authority. So I know this might be hard for you to answer because you probably have a lot. But if you could only eat dinner at one place in Milwaukee for the rest of your life, where would you go and why? That is like picking my favorite child. I cannot give you just one answer, but I can <laughs> give you a few answers if you're willing to listen for a minute. Yes, absolutely. First of all, you can go to one of our food halls because then you get a variety of tastes in one location. And we have some amazing, they're not your typical run-of-the-mill, what you used to consider food courts. If you are looking for an upscale, upscale steak experience, you can go to carnivore or mason street grill both of which are fabulous if you're looking for an old school supper club feel for a steakhouse one of my favorites is the five o'clock steakhouse i'm a steak eater so i tend to frequent a lot of steak restaurants if you're looking for authentic italian you can go to Bar ristorante bartolotta in 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 um, wauwatosa french lake park bistro which is also a bartolotta restaurant 
and their restaurant Bacchus in downtown Milwaukee was just recently re-rated by our local food critic with four stars because of everything that Paul Bartolotta has done. Um, you know, the Bartolottas have been instrumental in creating a dining scene here in Milwaukee that is beyond what you can find in most locations of our size. We've also got the brothers that, that do all of the Dan Dan restaurant groups, which is an amazing restaurant. I've been to the Diplomat, it's wonderful. You've got um, Ardent, which is a small, intimate, very high-end um, restaurant that really gives you a true feel for the foodie aspect that we have here in Milwaukee. We also have um, Sanford, which is a staple, which was passed down from one James Beard Award, Award winner to another James Beard Award winner. So there's really nothing. You can't go wrong with dining in Milwaukee. There's so many options, so many great options that it's hard to choose even just 10. Right. <laughs> and I feel like the recent James Beard nominations, like you said, that's just kind of a, an affirmation to the food scene in Milwaukee right now. It really seems to be taking off. Yeah. I mean, and then we have, you know, we have our very own Milwaukee public market, which is one a ton of awards for what it's done for the city. It's one of our top tourist destinations. And you can go in there and you can get a lobster, full lobster dinner for like $13.95. And they have so many other different restaurants within there. They have Anodyne Coffee, they have Dynamite for a sushi lunch. You can get a fresh squeezed juice at the Green Kitchen um, or enjoy just a flight of wine at Thief Wine. Right. Well, and you can do something while you're there as well. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there is just, there is so much to explore, so much to see, so much to try. Um, we wish you guys the best of luck hosting all of your huge events this year. I'm really excited to follow along and see Milwaukee really get put on the global stage. Well, I appreciate it, Danielle. And for any of you meeting planners who are listening, if you want to book something in Milwaukee, make sure you visit our website, www.visitmilwaukee.org, and we would be glad to help you figure out when you can fit Milwaukee into your rotation. Thank you so much for joining us today, Peggy, and giving us all of the latest news. Um, we really appreciate your time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you. And thanks to all of our listeners again for tuning in to the meetings today podcast. We'll see you next time.